Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here, your host. This week, we did a podcast via Zoom with the host of the Horny Housewife Podcast, Jordan Hakes. Love this episode. Super fun. You can check it out on my YouTube page as well if you want to see it live and see what we look like uh, when this podcast was recorded at youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. Uh, if you want to see it live, if you want to see me live, you can see me at Coconuts in St. Petersburg, Florida, December 25th, or I'm sorry, November 25th, 26th. And then I will be in Detroit at House of Comedy on December 7th. That's a Wednesday. Then I will be in Helium at Indianapolis Sunday, December 18th. These are shows I'm headlining. They're off nights because I just started becoming a headliner. No big deal, but I need your support. So tell your friends about the shows so I can sell them out or sell tickets. Also being a part of the Parkinson's Foundation fundraiser on Sunday, December 11th at Rosemont Zanies, one of my favorite clubs. Also on that show is the hilarious Josh Sneed and Joe Antonacci, both hilarious comedians, both friends of mine. I organized this whole event, so I'm hoping to see you guys there at Rosemont. And that's it for the year. Hope to see you at a show. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Please review us if you haven't. It makes a lot of difference when we have a lot of reviews. We're going into the new year. It's going to help a lot with my ratings. Check out our sponsors, eh? Have you been looking for a new addition for your fitness routine? Are you looking for one of the most exhilarating and effective forms of home fitness? If we're being honest, we could all use a little more motivation when it comes to working out, myself included. Which is why I introduce you to Fight Camp. Fight Camp is an interactive at-home boxing workout. They bring the best workout in the world into your home and make it fun. You can explore thousands of workouts led by expert trainers with decades of experience teaching proper boxing form and technique. Fight Camp has live punch counting stats that motivate you by counting each punch through your workout and pushing you to meet goals each round. It's basically learning to fight. And if you're too much of a voice to fight like myself, hey, learn some form while you're at it. That's all I say. It's one of the best things about this workout is it's fun, it's exhilarating, and you experience boxing from experts. You're going to have a good time. I guarantee it. So join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home. Fight Camp packages start at only $99. They even offer some great financing options so you can get started for as low as $9 a month. To get everything you need, go to fightcamp.com backslash singles only to learn more. That's fightcamp.com backslash singles only. You're welcome. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. Uh, if you're listening to this episode on audio, you can actually watch this video on YouTube at my YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. We are doing this podcast via Zoom. Uh, we have a very special guest uh, from the Horny Housewife podcast, Jordan Hakes. There she Hello. is. Hey, <laughs> Jordan. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for doing the podcast. Yeah. So tell me about your podcast or tell, tell people about your podcast, The Horny Housewife. My podcast is called The Horny Housewife. That's why I was surprised that you even wanted me on here because it's called Sing The Singles Podcast. I'm like, right. how does this even apply to me? But it's, ba I mean, I like the alliteration in the name. When people ask me about the name, I like, you know, the two H's. It's kind of catchy. 
And I just feel like it accurately describes me and like what the show is about. So basically I talk about the reality of sex and marriage, like the evolution, what that looks like and talking about things that people, I guess, don't feel comfortable talking about or they lie about and kind of trying to normalize it, I guess. Right. And I want to talk to you more about that, uh, especially, but I want to say one thing when you Google horny housewives, you realize that, uh, you got to add podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. So you what? think Google, I thought Google wanted to direct people to the first thing that wasn't porn first. That's what they mm-hmm. said anyways. So I thought I was going to have like really good opportunity to be first when people right. Googled me, but no. So must add podcast. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I do want to, uh, if people are Googling it to, to just give them a heads up, especially if they're on a shared computer, because now... <laughs> I am spammed, but um, <clears throat> anyway, so uh, yeah, so you talk about, so how long have you been uh, married for? I've been married for five years, okay. so not that long. Okay, so before you got married, were you, uh, were you uh, a serial dater or were you single for any long periods of time as an adult? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I was single for long periods of time, and when I got in relationships, usually they were long-term. I mean, were there guys that it was only a couple of months and it was like, this isn't really anything, but of course, but I was definitely single for like, after each big relationship, I would give it a year-ish to be like a slut for a little bit, you know? Okay. Yeah. But that, that makes you kind of a serial monogamous. If you, if you continually yeah. go into long, like when you say long relationships, are you saying a Over year? Here. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. how many year-long or more relationships did you have before you got married only two only okay. two so he was my third okay that's fine yeah that I could have had a couple more maybe but <laughs> and how did you meet your uh, your current husband he was my boss's boss so he was the boss so you went straight up to HR I was like, got all right to go to the top yeah that's I on the prize yes <laughs> okay now you talked about uh sex and marriage and how people don't talk about things as a marriage you're five years into a marriage like to me i think marriage needs to be updated it's an outdated institution um and some of that has to do with the stuff that you're saying where people don't talk about things that need to be talked about and they lie um how do you feel about monogamy as a natural thing are you do you think, think it's that kind it's kind of unnatural to be monogamous right and i think it's definitely a choice and i think now people are more uh woke to the to the reality of like kind of being duped into marriage and like what people thought of that and how now i think people don't really care about putting a contract with relationships i think people are more comfortable now just saying hey i don't ever want to get married, which is cool. Like, I'm glad people aren't just getting married to get married because that's stupid. Right. And I'm glad you said that, that you agree as a married person, because there's a book that I don't know if you read the book, Sex at Dawn. We talked about it on the podcast a lot where they say monogamous monogamy isn't natural. So you're, you're putting someone in a a, a position where they're not comfortable or they're not supposed to be comfortable. So how do you overcome that? And as making that a decision, or do you not make that a decision in your life? I mean, I guess, I mean, we're both monogamous right now, but I think that, I think that we're both people that we know how people evolve over time. You get what I'm saying? And so we don't know what we're going to be like in 10 years, but like, 
we're, we know we're comfortable enough to share those feelings with one another. Wow. And I think that you have to, and I know a lot of people don't have that and that sucks, but there have been people that I've talked to where like they were married for like 12 years and they didn't hate each other's guts. Like they worked on their marriage and now their kids are gone and they're best friends, but they're like, we don't want to just fuck each other at like the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. So then they opened their marriage. And I think when people like intentionally do things like that, it can be like really rewarding and awesome. But if someone's in like a shitty marriage and she just wants to like go fuck other guys because she's like a stupid bitch you know or I don't know then that's different that's different so I think it's all about like what your intentions are and how did you uh, how do you bring that you said that you guys are both open in your relationship to the idea of that later right now you guys are obviously in a comfort zone the honeymoon phase of a relationship I would suppose lasts about seven years well we've say. been together for eight years okay I mean I think it's definitely a choice and I think you have to have a certain foundation to be able to even like do that does that make sense like sure I think you have to have mastered a lot of other things and I do think if like that's why people should consciously have children and not just like get pregnant because they think they're just supposed to make babies because you have kids to raise too and like I don't know I think that's important too I think yeah. your relationship is more your like husband or your partner is more important than your kids some people would disagree with me, but if you have like a miserable relationship in front of your kids, you're just fucking your kids up. Yeah. So. And then a lot of people stay in marriages because they don't want to uh, get divorced and the, the, the trauma that it causes for kids, but you could still cause trauma you're to kids staying together if you yeah. should have been divorced a long time ago. So, right. So yeah. when you said that you guys, uh, you are, you think that you're comfortable enough to bring it up to each other be like, Hey, we want I want to bring, uh, make things more exciting. You guys have like talked about wanted, this possibly yeah. happening in the future. Well, just like if he, like, I want to know what he's into and then like what, or what arouses him. And I think that like, if you're in a certain safe space to explore that and like some people, um, maybe at a certain time, they're not comfortable with that. But I think, I don't know. I just think it's like give and take with people's needs. There are people that I talk to, especially in my podcast, where like someone wants something and it's a hard no for them. Like a, a guy like wants his wife to shit on him. And she's like, I'm not mm. shitting on you. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, I think you have to respect boundaries. Right. But I mean, to each their own. I don't Why know. Why can't they just fake it? Like she can just get like a a poop machine and then just like you know those like cookie dough things and then just push down from the back that's a, that's a good idea to suggest but i mean i don't know if she's on top of him and she can be in the front like you know it's reverse cowgirl thing. yeah yeah I it's know. not about the poop it's about he wants to know that she will do it yeah, yeah. okay yeah I, I i mean i would never want that in a million years but i understand everyone has their own kinks mm -hmm. um what about the fact that, I mean, sometimes I think um, people just want something different, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you're in a relationship for seven years or 10 years, you just want something different. And I've seen a lot of people have marriages crumble because, you know, they have a very attractive woman uh, or attractive man, they're both attractive people, but the guy ends up hooking up with a really disgusting, what? It seems like most guys cheat. Most guys do cheat. Yeah. And uh, I think yeah. you're right. But what, but I think guys cheat physically, whereas yeah. women cheat mentally. You know, they have their yeah. work or husbands <laughs> where they're revealing. Yeah, or both. Yeah. So I think it, it goes both ways. But what about, what is that all about? I mean, how can you, 
without just opening up the relationship are there other ways to uh you know I mean, yeah i mean some couples go to like a strip club together to get because that's like erotic energy or whatever mm -hmm. you know or they have like you can look but you can't touch or like some people are monogamish you know like monogamish is a term right where, like, you know maybe oh, that's on a good birthday one. she gives them a threesome or something you know what i mean like they just they that's a things. great term. Yeah. I like that. And I think that is more like realistic and like, I guess, socially acceptable. I don't know. And people can do whatever they want. But for some people, an open relationship just really wouldn't work for a person. Mm -hmm. My husband at this point in the game would never, ever, ever, ever be okay with that. You know what I mean? Really? Like, I think I'm more adventurous than him. Like, he, okay. he would because he grew up he had mormon parents i think that 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 oh, walked him up or something yeah. i shouldn't probably say that that's but, all right no you know, we... that there's religious trauma and sometimes people it's really deeply deeply instilled in them that that is wrong 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 mm -hmm. you know how what was your child childhood upbringing i grew up in church non-denominational but not mormon like i always thought LDS. like i always thought that was like kind of bizarre yeah but um yeah, but where did you grow up? In Texas. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes, Texas. <laughs> That's where the non-denominational churches are. Got it. Oh yeah, like the mega churches, like text right. to tithe, you know. Like <laughs> I dated a girl who was from uh, Texas, and she I, she took me to a non-denominational church, and it was like a big concert. It was. So. It's like it's <clears throat> it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. And the old and the older I've gotten, and the you know away away I've come from that. I don't know the more you get the more clarity you have of like holy shit you know right <laughs> holy shit but uh so that but the older i got my parents kind of stopped going to church and it was more like they could find god wherever you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i don't know i got to go on my own journey so i don't think that i mean it influenced me but when you say strong. when you say you went on your own journey did that also include like your sexual and uh relationships I mean, so like what, what were you like in high school? What, were you like a, a popular I was a virgin till I was 17? Okay, that's so normal. Is that, old? is that normal? Okay, that's some normal. Girls were yeah. losing it at like 12. And what? I was not. No, I know. That's not normal. I mean, 16 to 18 is the average, I think, okay. for, for functioning society. Right. And okay, so 17. And then like, I probably didn't actually like, explore what I liked as far as sex goes until I was like 19 until I got my first boyfriend okay and then there was that and he of course cheated on me you know over uh, and over and over and over and over this is in Texas <laughs> yeah and yeah. when you cheated, did you know he was cheating on you or were you finding out and like oh, yeah, denying he cheated it on me with a girl that had the same name as me Jordan. okay and so that's rare <laughs> it's not a very yeah, popular spelled, name spelled the same way as well but the wow uh -huh. But she didn't look the same, I assume. Uh -huh. She does porn now. So, yeah. Oh, really? Or Under the name Jordan? She's, I think it's like Jordan Ryder with like R-Y-D. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have her on the show tonight. Come yeah. on in, Jordan. No. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. No, that's funny. Uh, which I guess she's hot. I get it. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, he fucked me up totally. That one fucked me up. Did, yeah, I think, I think cheating... You know, I thought that I was cheated on too when I was early 20s and I thought that fucked me up. But then when I went to therapy, uh, my therapist was like, no, it's your childhood. That's what fucks you oh. up. And I was like, but <laughs> what? I was like, I feel like that's a big deal. He's like, we'll get to that. And I'm like, well, we never got to it. But um, yeah, I think cheating, uh, 
affects your trust significantly in relationships but how are you to over how did you overcome the I have yeah. never overcome that yet. <laughs> you just think your husband's cheating it, on you all the time? No, I'm just cynical. I'm just, that's why I'm like, you know, if you ever like want to open it up, we can, and he's like, he's like, you're crazy. You're just fucking like he, I don't know. I mean, he's gaslights me then after, I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> so you think I, you're, you're offering that up because you're afraid that he's going to eventually do it? It's because I have issues. It's because yeah. I have real issues. I think that's um, normal. I think that's, I mean, for me, it's, I think it's health. I, I don't think it's healthy. I think it's, it's, it's normal. <laughs> I think yeah. I just assume everyone that I've ever dated or will date is dating other people. Yeah, because it just seems like because everyone does now. So it's like, why would they not choose to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I so, guess some people fall in love with just each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, so after the Jordan incident, what uh, what happened in, after 19? How did you well, overcome I took it that? back over and over and over. And, and then how I long was, did you guys date for? like two years maybe? oh that's a long time okay. okay um but then I was like I need to move and so I moved to Nashville hell and yeah I moved downtown and then I found I, I liked cocaine a lot when I was lived in Nashville who did it like, yeah who did not and but then I had to after a year I was like I'm gonna die if I stay here so yeah I'm because bars were like open till 6 a.m. That's all I, I was like, I have to go out every single night. So I was like, I'm going to die and wither away here or I can go back to Texas. So I went back to Texas because I ran away. I went to get over the breakup. Yeah. You know, because so, I was like, I'm going to keep taking this guy back. So uh, I went. I think he fucked all my friends after I left. <laughs> so wait you got it was a long distance relationship at that point no no no. we were dating in texas and then i left to nashville to like run away from this. oh i got you okay and then i moved back and then uh yeah i met another guy in texas and then i dated him i thought i was gonna marry him and he was like a trust fund baby and he had no work ethic and um and he was like sociopathic little bit at the end so what what did he do that was sociopathic he just lied he lied Um, about everything i thought was real like he wasn't enrolled in the school that he was he told me he was enrolled. he didn't have the job title that he had like i just blindly trusted that like those were the things yeah and he and that wasn't even real it was really crazy yeah that is crazy yeah i felt like a i don't know i don't know i'm not a dumb bitch i'm actually not a dumb bitch (laughs) that was (laughs) Like a great because we had moved, and so he was like, "Well, I'm going to transfer colleges because we had moved together to port to Portland to to where I'm I'm in Washington now. Right, we moved to Portland. So three days later, with the other guy, I met my now husband. You're like, this is fucked up. Wait, and Portland isn't in Washington. I thought in it was- Oregon, in Oregon, oh, but I'm okay. 20 minutes from Portland. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. So you moved there with this guy, uh, the sociopath. Uh, how long were you dating I'm him for? A sociopath allegedly so. a couple years sociopathish like okay yeah okay yeah. and then three days later you meet your I current meet my husband but I don't like him I didn't even look at him like that because I was with the other guy okay I didn't even, I didn't even well he was your boss's boss yeah but I thought he was married with a kid because I knew he had a kid so I just thought he was married okay but he wasn't okay yeah and uh he when he tells you his version of fence when he met you he liked you instantly or was he like oh no what didn't so you both hated each other (laughs) we didn't hate each other he's like i didn't see you i don't fuck employees or like what i don't know yeah you don't show where you are hr approved yeah right yeah so 
you meet him and then uh eventually sparks fly and now you're married to your yeah well with the boss. other guy and i broke up because i found out that stuff and then he moves back to texas i stay in portland and uh then i then this guy and i like pumped the brakes i didn't date him for a while because i'm like i just got out of a relationship right so i like did my own thing i dated other people i got in on portland yeah. yeah in portland i got on tinder i had terrible experiences and then I ended up dating my boss. And then HR was like, you can't, we your found boss out. or your boss's boss? My boss's boss. Just okay, the boss. I didn't Let's think you also, the boss. I know. I, yeah. I, I hope you didn't go to the boss first and then the no. boss's boss. I was no. just making sure. No. Okay. Just one, just one. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, you have to quit. We saw social media pictures that y'all were in Vegas together. So I had to quit my job and then I had to go work somewhere else. But basically he like, has been in my life since then yeah and now we have we're married and have a baby oh that's awesome yeah so you said you went on tinder for a while and uh that was a nightmare tinder in portland tinder in portland what was that when i first got on there was the guy that i knew in texas that i cheated on my last boyfriend with was like within a point two mile radius (laughs) did you call you hit him i know he was there with another girl Mm-mm. Oh, okay. And he was on Tinder too? Great. Yeah, I know. What is exactly? Yeah. But maybe he didn't want to hang out with me because he knew I'd like fuck that up or something. I don't know. Right. Wait, you said this is one that you cheated on. Him I with? know. This is getting messy. We didn't hear yeah. about this guy. We didn't hear about. Yeah, no, the guy that I moved to Portland with, the guy I dated. Oh, right, right, right. Other... Yeah. That's, okay. I cheated on him. Got it. But he took so, me back. There's a lot of cheating in this, in this <laughs> yeah. episode. A lot of cheating. <laughs> yeah. See, so, and monogamy is not natural. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, when you went on Tinder though, you said that there were nightmare dates in Portland. What were, what were they, what made them bad? What made those dates bad? People that they don't look like their picture. Yeah. Or, that's Okay. Yeah. Or yeah. Or you, you know, one guy. Yeah. They're just gross. Or you go there and they're like, I'm sober. And I, and I know that's horrible to say that. Yeah. But you're like, so I'm going to just drink the whole time. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So that that, that's a, that makes that's hard for people too to, to deal with if you're not drinking the same levels or yeah like if you're not on the same drug or i'm not comfortable i don't know you i yeah. can be around now i want my husband to not drink and just let me get drunk right and just watch me yeah well that's because <laughs> yeah. yeah so then you meet your your boss's boss you quit your job because hr makes you which is the right thing to do because you shouldn't be <laughs> shitting and, and working at the yeah. same place no. um and now well, they didn't make me. They said break up or, and I was like, I choose him, love. Yeah. yeah. It worked out. I mean, yeah. for now, we'll see yeah, in, in for 10 now. years. I always tell him, I'm like, you're my first husband. Yeah. Well, right now it's harder to get a job or it's harder to get a man than a job. So I feel like oh my God. you made the right I decision. I don't envy single people. It sounds terrible. Oh, I see. I think the opposite. I think during okay. COVID. Well, wait. Were you now? So were you guys married during COVID? Of course. Oh yeah. Ooh. And in Washington too, of all pla- like that was COVID central. You guys locked down like nobody. Mm, I hated it. I, I wanted to go back to Texas at that point just because. Yeah, they didn't have rules. They didn't have COVID down no in the south. Yeah. But I went to Florida. <laughs> um. So what? So when you uh, during that period. If you survived, if your marriage survived COVID, I feel like that yes. two years was like, especially in Seattle really? or Washington, that's like 10 years of he a real it. marriage. Yeah. yeah. You guys will do anything. Right. So you're past the, 
even though it's been eight years that you guys have been together, it's really like 20. 20, literally. That's how it yeah. feels, literally. Right. And he started a business that we like, and we got sued. So we went through a lot. <laughs> we went okay. through hell in the last two years, but we're here. We're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, on the podcast, you said, you, do you have guests that they, what are the craziest things that you've heard? Or, I don't or, have about? a lot of guests because I'm just like, I just delusionally, I think my solo podcasting is amazing. Yeah. I do. Okay. And I like talking to myself better. I really get my message across better, but sometimes I have guests on, they bo- like a lot of the time I hate it. I fucking hate it. And I hate that episode. I don't even listen to it. Right. But um, sometimes they come on because I'm like, I should give the people something else. Right. So as far as your relationships, what, what are the things that you do, whether it's this relationship or all, I'm keeping it broad so you don't have to do, are there things that you do to keep things interesting uh, that like uh, you recommend? Do you guys watch porn together, for example? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, nothing is like, I don't think anything's super routine. I think that's what keeps it sexy is by not being super routine and autopilot. But I do think one thing that's changed from being single being married is I used to think scheduling sex was really not sexy and I thought I was like that's not like organic and now I think it is really important and actually makes your sex life way better because if you plan that like erotic play date time that's time for you to like learn more about each other's bodies or one night it's all about him or one night it's all about me or it's just like I don't know you can be strategic and then learn more about one another's kinks and etc when you schedule sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you know that you're setting this time aside, because if you have kids, you have to, that's why so many people cheat because women will have babies and then be obsessed with their children and completely neglect their husband mm-hmm. or, you know, people's lives take over. So you have to kind of plan it or else your yard's going to die kind of thing. Your you know yard. Yeah, I do get what you're saying. That's, that's interesting. Um, when you say the not making it routine, like what, what do you mean in terms of how, what are the things that you do to keep it not routine? Because if you're just not doing the same thing every fucking time or like the same, like the same person shouldn't be initiating it all the time. Just trying to be intentional with like how you date each other and touch each other or trying different things. And that's what the podcast is for because we talk about all kinds of different things. And then that can inspire couples to be like, oh, we've never tried erotic spanking or we've never, or I have guests talk about stuff that even I don't want to try or haven't tried, but they do want to try. Right. So we just talk about everything. Does, does your husband listen to your podcast? He does not listen to my podcast. And and that's probably a good thing, right? I would assume. Uh, yes, he's very supportive. He's very, and I, right. love, I love him for that. But he's maybe like, he I shouldn't hear listen. You talk all the time. I don't need to hear you talk <laughs> again for an hour. And my, he's like, what do we do? Put it on on the car, and I can hear you talk all the time. Right, right. So I understand because I am annoying. No, I, I think it's just like sometimes if uh, if I'm dating someone, I'm like, yeah, don't listen to this week's podcast because they'll be yeah. like, wait, are you talking? You know, like I would think yeah. that if your husband, he's probably he's probably the subject of every episode if you're well, alone. I know I never ever really I really actually keep our relationship pretty private okay honestly all day talk about sex and like well then tell him not to listen to this episode I suppose yeah because no. <laughs> we, no, we got we were no, yeah but no he wouldn't care I don't think he likes hearing the stories when I talk about other 
their sexual stories with people. He doesn't really want to hear those. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, which is, you know, some guys love hearing stories like that. There are like lots of guys that are cucks that like want to hear about the girl getting fucked. And my husband is not one of them. He doesn't want to hear about your ex, ex, your like, prior he relationships. Like hearing about other, and then like, I'll ask him his, he's like, why do you want to know this? Right. <laughs> I think that if there's, I think if there's been a, a significant amount of time since that's happened, I think it yeah. doesn't bother me if I hear about exes, especially yeah. if they like dated someone famous. I'm like, wait, so you dated, you know, oh, whatever. Yeah, Those are, that's interesting. Did you ever have a famous person that ended up being uh, uh, no, famous I, or a porn star? <laughs> no, but um, I hooked up with Gavin DeGraw's brother. Please don't put that. Can we bleep that name out? Can you bleep that name out? please? Uh, sure, I could try. <laughs> You're like, no, bitch, I'm not. <laughs> I, if you just, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think Gavin DeGraw or his brother. I, uh, I know Gavin, uh, I, ironically, I don't know his brother. Okay. Well, his brother lived in like, he's a musician too. In Nash, in Nashville, right. Yeah. It was all that Nashville type. And I, it was just like a drug induced, I'm sure. Well, like went to Morton I, Steakhouse and like, it was kind of gross and weird. <laughs> if we're talking about the same brother, I think I know other people that hooked up with him. So I don't think I it know matters. lots of people that hooked up with him. Yeah. He's girls. a musician too, right? His brother. Yeah, I get, oh, and I think he was like bitter, like the bitter brother that didn't make it. Like well, the, he, and he had like a big white man. He has a license. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're getting specific and the, and he lives yeah, on this street. Oh, well, no, I don't, I think it's fine. He's, uh, okay. uh, it's not, it's not Tim McGraw. No, I'm just kidding. That's a I different. bet if you put me in a lineup, he would, he would literally have no idea who, like, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> I met, uh, I used to be in the music industry and I met Gavin once at the Metro in Chicago and we had a, we had, a, we had a push-up contest and then he beat me. That's all I remember about I like the night. I his music, but Gavin's I'm not, great. like attracted to him. Yeah, no, he's and super talented, I think. Uh, and, and he, he's in great shape. He, at that time, my body was a wonderland, and he still beat me uh, in a push-up contest. Also, I was drunk all day, but that's a whole other story. Um, when speaking of lineups, if you put all the guys that you've dated in a lineup, is there do they have dated a, or been intimate with? Okay, tell I me the dated that many guys. That's a big difference. I feel like you're saying hookups versus. Okay, let's talk about first say hookups. If you if you line them all up, do they all look the same or have one? quality that like and I'm and exclude the hookups that were like randoms on a coke yeah. binge or a yeah, drinking yeah. thing but like and things that, that anymore yeah. right I'm saying in the last yeah. 10 years do they okay. all have like uh it has to be more than 10 years because you've been with this guy mm -hmm. for no, eight. it's evolved they're di they're all different did I you guess. have a type I mean I feel like I have a type that I'm attracted to like I feel like yeah but I mean but no I don't what, it, what was time. that type at that time when, in the in when I was young when I was young I liked yeah. I like a completely different guy now I liked oops my necklace just fell off uh the like emo boys with like the <laughs> and they like sang at the rocker shows and like I didn't I would be like sitting in the corner I don't even know what they're saying and they were so stupid <laughs> they were like little bitches is what they were and my first boyfriend straightened his hair like he'd blow dry and straighten his hair and wear girl pants and I just thought they were like so romantic because they were they were so romantic. And my dad was like, they're romantic because that's the only thing they have to offer because they're broke. And he was right <laughs> because then I now I think I'm more attracted to like white collar 
men that have money because I think that if all, if all <laughs> that are driven, yeah, that are yeah driven because that's sexy because I want to be feminine and I want someone who's masculine and I want to feel provided for and safe. And if all men are shit, you might as well have one that can buy you a lot of things <laughs> to fill that hole. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. That's a very good analogy. Oh, yeah. um, and I think that's a good place to end. Where, where can, uh, Jordan, thank you so much yeah. for doing this podcast. First of all, where can people find you, uh, find out more about you and your podcast? Um, where do you specifically like to send them to? You can go to my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com. You can find my social media, find the podcast, find the Patreon, or my Instagram is at underscore the horny housewife podcast. And then the link in my bio will get you everywhere and beyond. And how long have you had the podcast for? For two, it'll be two years in January. Awesome. So awesome. Well, Jordan. Really nice. Yeah, I'm ex- I think that I think uh, you've got a lot to offer to people. That's why I put you on the podcast, uh, even though I knew you weren't single. Um, I think you can. And, and I'd like to hear uh, what happens if you guys do need a contract to, to change your uh, relationship uh, requirements. <laughs> yeah. I was a lawyer for a while. I can help you with that. Um, and, uh, and thank you so much again, Jordan, for coming on. Uh, and thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only podcast okay i know it's all fun and games my better call paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say better call paul uh donating a lot of the money for charity by the way um paulfcomedy.com you can get your shirt as always but here's the thing if you actually need a lawyer you have to get professional help so if you're injured on the job you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law, whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. But I'm still